0: Do I do that? I had to ask myself, and I, I am not far enough out of it yet to have done the work to like to know if I don't.
1: And we're back. We are back. How's it going? Welcome back. Yeah, we have a tough conversation today. We
0: do. But I have to say, I feel awkward about it. Me too. So it's probably a good idea that we talk about it.
1: difficult conversations but that's part of our yoga right living in our discomfort what we do so today we're gonna talk about feminism and the men's rights movement movement. we watched a movie i watched it a while ago i watched it around christmas time Called The Little Red Pill. It's called it, The Red Pill. Or The yeah, Red the Pill, Red I should. Sorry, The Red Pill, which you can catch, I think, on Vimeo.
0: Yeah, there's like Vimeo, YouTube, you, as you should. Uh, you have to pay for it. So like it's not just uh, like yeah. free. So if you have like Amazon Prime, which is where I watched it. Yeah. I watched it on Prime Video. Uh, if you just go, if you just Google The Red Pill, um, she has a really great uh, website that she put together of like all the listings of places where you can watch it. Yeah. I think that you I think everybody really uh, should, should watch, watch it. it.
1: Uh, I watched it. Here's how it happened for me. So mm-hmm. I was scrolling so this. Through. It's
0: by Cassie J. This yes, is like
1: she's the producer. She's
0: the um, documentary filmmaker who wrote this.
1: So I came across it on Amazon Prime. I was mm. just like scrolling through, looking for something to watch on a Sunday afternoon. And the red pill is uh, is a, an analogy to the movie the Matrix. Uh, the Matrix, where you take the red pill and you see the truth, or you take the blue pill and you continue to live. That's right. Right, yeah. so I watched The Matrix twenty five years ago. I don't know. Yeah. I can't even. Remember. <laughs> some things stick out in my brain, and some things have weave their way into modern pop culture yeah. from mm-hmm. that yeah. movie, and that's one of the things. So, to keep in mind, this is very different from the Reddit thread called the red pill yes. which is a lot of misogyny and people guys that just Yes. Hate and women. she
0: touches on that in the documentary yeah. and and I think frames it very well to say that the red pill this documentary is a documentary about the the actual people who are at the the forefront of the men's rights activist yeah. movement yeah. the red pill the reddit thread is taking advantage of their work to to bring Women down yeah. and, and men up, which is a very good point to make because I don't believe that these men in this, the Red Pill documentary, are, doing that. are bringing men up to
1: bring women down. I don't so, believe that yeah. either. I had a, a huge wake up call watching this. Yes. So, what happened was the first 10 minutes that this was on, I just got mad. Yep. <laughs> and I turned it off. Same. And I walked away from it because as a woman of color, listening to white men Mm. complain about their plight in the world made me so angry. Yeah. Okay. So angry. And I'm just like, I can't with this. And so um, then my yoga brain. Mm Mm-hmm popped up and said, okay, Diane, what is it that you're always preaching? That it's important to sit with your discomfort, one. And for two, that it's important to hear everybody else's opinions. Because you might learn something, even though you don't agree with it. You just finished talking about this in some class or workshop you were teaching. So, Look at you being a hypocrite, that's right. and so I'm
0: like, "Damn you!" Yeah, so and I, I did the. Why are you so uncomfortable? Yes, like self-study. why are you so mad? Yeah, like does it make you mad? Because and I had to answer the question. It makes me. It made me mad because I wonder if people think that about me. Oh, yeah.
1: Wow, that's a big realization yep. there. And that's like, I
0: was like, I was thinking, oh God, like. Uh-oh. What if people think that me talking about women's rights, and she touches on this in the documentary, what if me talking about women's rights, if people think that I'm alienating them?
1: Agreed. Yeah.
0: There and was, that made me uncomfortable. That
1: made me uncomfortable. There's a lot of stuff in this movie that made me pause and think and really examine feminism. Because mm-hmm. it looked, there was a lot of it looked like bull, just pure on bullying.
0: Per- Bullying, bullying. Is a, <laughs> bullying is a real nice way to put that. I know, that. right? It just, there was a scene yeah. where in the documentary where the, these uh, women are protesting. <gasps>
1: At the University of Toronto. Holy is that the one you're talking about? Yes. And men and are let going me just in say, just to hear it. And these yes. women are being asked. I was embarrassed oh, to be a feminist in that moment cuz I thought those women were assholes.
0: First of all, oh. bless your heart Cassie J for going to Canadian universities and talking about how like we are d- dicks. Like just <laughs> like just like a usually, bullhorn in this
1: guy's face, just horrible, just horrible.
0: Bullhorn in his face, talking like this guy's trying to talk to. So the the scene is that mm. um, it's they pulled a fire alarm mm-hmm, to get the thing to shut. get the thing shut down. Which like if that's, that's what so you have to stupid. do, then was... your activism hasn't worked. Yeah. Like, your protest Clearly. hasn't worked if you had to be illegal about it. Yeah, uh, or you should like be fine. step one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then this the bravely these. Men came out afterward and were trying to have a conversation face-to-face with these women. And,
1: like, very respectfully. They They were, like,
0: just... Literally just a conversation. The guy's talking, like... The guy's probably talking with his voice lower than mine is right now. Yes. And... In the span of the first, say, 45 seconds, this guy was talking to this one woman. She cursed at him about himself twice. She called him... She said, you fucker. And, like, explicit. But, um, and then I think she called him a dipshit to yeah, his face. to his face. And the entire time that she's... She's reading off this piece of paper. Yeah. He doesn't have a piece of paper in front of him. No, nope. He's just out there talking about... What, he, what his actual experience. And she's got a laundry list of stuff that she is shouting at him while insulting him.
1: In a megaphone, no?
0: No, I don't think at that point she, No, okay. she didn't have a megaphone. Okay. The megaphone was so that they could... They were standing out in the hallway uh, outside oh, the right. event. Yeah. So that they could be heard inside the event. And um, it would be difficult for that event to go on. Um, And then they pulled the fire alarm outside. But I, I was mortified too. watching that. I'm I was so like and I was less less angry than I was mortified yeah. because like those are feminists. That's what they call themselves.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I call myself a feminist. I know. Is that what I look like?
1: Totally. That was my fear. That like, was my fear too. I know
0: I have not done that. Yeah. I know I don't like walk up to a man and call him a dipshit, but do is that the title the title that I put on is, are those the clothes I wear when I put it on? Right. Is that what, how people see me?
1: I'm That scared the shit out yes. of me. It scared. That's the thing that bothered me the most. And this tore at me for a good month. Mm. I had a hard time calling myself a feminist yeah. for a good month. I wanted to um, dismantle the whole thing. When they, when they put up the facts about certain things. I know. Like family court, oh, the military, yes. yeah. um, you know, all these things. I felt like, my God, we're feminism is failing men it's it is failing mankind and this was not in my opinion this was not the intent and the person who she interviews and of course I've watched this a couple months ago I'm glad you have your notes yeah. um, mm-hmm. he was a big part of the women's rights movement yeah, he stood just there a a long, yeah, yeah, yeah. alongside Gloria, Gloria Steinem. Steinem he stood there alongside Gloria Steinem and then when he taught, started talking about men's rights is when he kind of got like politely escorted out of the movement almost, yes. or he felt like he wasn't being heard and left the movement and that whole thing hurt the, hurt me like when yes. I heard him tell his story I was like mm, I yep. don't like this and then to watch Cassie struggle with all of it like her crying and her I felt exactly where she was yes coming from when she was crying I'm like what is it I believe yeah like,
0: so this documentary filmmaker, she does these um vignettes throughout the documentary where she is like she turns the camera on herself and yeah. she like you You watch her most of the time, you just watch her sit and think, yeah, 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 which is so powerful. Like, and like, and she's struggling with like Mm -hmm. saying things that I was thinking while I was watching this video. Like, I believe that women need more rights, but like what these men are saying about their rights also makes sense, yeah. And can they coexist together? And then what does that look like? Because it hasn't looked like this, like. And so she's having to have this internal struggle that I'm having sitting on my couch watching this, which is like, have I ignored everyone?
1: I know. This is a big self-study moment. Yes. And it, like, I... It was I'm, a tough self-study moment. It's interesting
0: that, you, like, you watched it a month ago, and I'm pretty fresh with it. Yeah. And I I didn't have the same kind of emotion at the end where I didn't want to call myself a feminist, but I um, I had experience recently, I went to a uh, talk about Sharia law, mm-hmm. and so I've been able to kind of, they are kind of related to me in that uh, way where I can call myself a feminist and, and know confidently that I don't look like those radical and extreme feminists. Yes. Just like uh, these people that I listen to at the university talk about uh, how they practice um, uh, Sharia law and Islam – does not look like extreme radicalized yeah. Islam and Sharia law yeah. and they can still call themselves proud Muslims and actively um, promote their religion that we see in the media as being um, so awful because they know themselves that what they're basing their religion on is written in their holy texts and they're able to to know that that it's authentic mm-hmm. but they have to work harder to kind of convince people that that the Islam that they profess is not equal to these radicalized Terrorists, mm-hmm. they have to work harder
1: mm-hmm. at that
0: yep. because it is more active in the media. The radical, like the radicalism, is more active in the media. It's a better story, yeah, right? Right, for sure. If it bleeds, it leads. So it is not as exciting to say like, "Oh, local uh, Islamic group has coffee with local Christians." That's not as fun like for them to talk about as it is to say like, "Suicide bomber blows up, whatever." Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I've had to think about, because I've had those two experiences kind of very close to each other in time where I sat and and went to this. I will say I found that that talk that I went to, I was sitting there trying to think of like, what is this emotion I'm feeling? I felt inspired. I'm not religious, um, but I felt Hmm. very inspired Hmm. um, thinking like. Oh, these people are out here doing work—real mm-hmm. work—that I love. Mm-hmm. So I could equate that inspiration to when I got done watching the Red Pill and feeling like, can I call myself a feminist? Feeling like, yes, I can still call myself a feminist and know that I am—that my feminism is separate from the radicalized feminism that I watched in that protest outside that thing. That I am not that. And that it is okay to call myself a feminist and say that I am not that. Mm-hmm. But still watching this movie made me question what I am doing with the feminism that I know that I have. Because I think women have a pretty far way to go. Mm-hmm. And my kind of feminism that that I profess is I don't want to take anything that you already have. This is, yes. I just want to get to where you have it. Yes. So I'm not taking anything away from you. I don't think you're a dipshit. I actually think I respect you. And so I want to be at the spot that you're at. Mm-hmm. I can know that about my feminism. That it, it doesn't, it comes from a place of, of just, of not wanting to tear men down. Mm-hmm. I actually just... Respect you and want to be where you're at, mm-hmm. but in that same reflection on on what I want for women, I realized after watching this that I if if my feminism says equality,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I haven't done shit for men because I've been so focused on making sure that like women have like are in positions of power. That's yeah. kind of where. Yeah. My feminism goes. Right. As I want more more women in positions of power so that women's issues can be um, part of the decisions. Yeah. But when I listen to the stats in this movie talk about um, the family court system and how it's so much against men, (sighs) I can't argue with it. I
1: can't.
0: Um, When we talk about, there was stats in there about, and they're mostly American, uh, about men dying in combat. Yes. It's 99% men dying in combat. And uh, when we talk about... What did they say? What did he... He so, said something about women are seen as sex objects mm-hmm. and men are seen as Dis- success objects. objects.
1: and disposable. Yes. They're seen as disposable. And the thing that really stuck to me, though, is like when a ship is going down, he said this, when a ship mm. is going down, yeah. it's always women and children first and children because first. men are disposable. Right. And I thought to myself... Oh my God, you're right. Like, you're right. The military thing I get, um, however, here's my thoughts around that. For so long, women were not allowed into the military. So I I don't see that as my fault. Right. Because for so often, the people who are making the decisions in the military are men, and men are saying that women can't be in combat situations because we're too emotional or this or that or the other thing. So that's why men die more in combat. It's more of a thing like... Well, you won't be able to handle it, so we can't right. trust a woman to put her out there. You know, men are designed for this, and then they end up dying in combat because of the structures that are in place yeah. for that. So when he said that, I go, I get it, and I agree, and that's 100% what's happened, but I don't think women have been given an opportunity of being in those positions within that organization right. based on their sex.
0: But I think that, like... I agree with that and I still think that that my my heart wants to say that mm-hmm. that we didn't allow women so obviously there would be more men. Mm-hmm. But my brain after watching this made me say that we've basically said women's lives are more important in that way than men's. Yeah. I I want to think that it's like, oh, you didn't think that women were strong enough, you didn't think we were smart enough, you didn't think we we you thought we were too emotional, so you didn't let us in. Mm. And I think that those things could all be true and yet I still think that, like, if a few, like, if we have to kill some soldiers, it's more palatable to kill some male
1: soldiers. And that that sucks. That sucks. And there was this whole discussion on the Bring Back Our Girls movie. Yeah. That thing broke my heart because they they burned down a boys' school uh, and nobody mentioned it.
0: And what I hated about that was, like, back to, like, reporting it. They talked about when it was this um, Boko Haram went in and, and yep. kidnapped these three hundred girls. Yep, uh, like basically burned down their shelter and, and and stole them. Stole them.
1: Made them wives for or whatever. Yeah. they're all pregnant, right?
0: And it is outrageous and it is awful. But the headline was Boko Haram goes in and, and kidnaps three hundred girls. And there was actual evidence that, like, this documentary filmmaker went through and found of, like, Boko Haram had gone on for, like, half a century before that, Mm -hmm. burning down and terrorizing men and boys. Yes. And the way that it's written about is, like, X number of citizens.
1: Yeah. They don't even, yeah. The victims. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it was, the one was like 400 victims. One of them was an elderly woman. So like the power play for emotion mm. is to tell you about the girls. This has been happening to boys as well. Yes. And we don't, we have reported on the fact that they have died, but not have said 400 boys died today.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's, it's co-opting women's rights in a way that's ugly, in a way that says that says the same thing that we they're disposable.
1: Yes. And as a mother to two boys, mm-hmm. this right? hurt my heart a lot to think that my boys' lives are not worth as much as women's yeah. lives.
0: That my daughter's dying would be a headline that local woman's daughter's dead and your headline would be uh
1: local woman loses Lose her, family. Loses family loses right? her children. Yeah.
0: Your boys would be written out of the headline. My daughters would be the headline, and that sucks. Like that feels
1: gross. It does, and it it made me really think about what I believe. Yeah, and that I have been unknowingly okay. Yes, unknowingly complicit in all of this. Yeah, I had, but I didn't know. Right, and if I did, if I had turned off this documentary in the first ten minutes, when I was utterly just like I fucking had it with this nonsense. If I had turned it off and stormed out of the room and not lost into it, then I wouldn't have a change of perspective.
0: And it made me think, so I was watching it and like, full disclosure I said, like, I was watching it thinking like you weak ass motherfuckers. Like, some of them I was like are you kidding me? Like, listen to yourself. Mm. But then one of these people that I was like, actively while I was watching him going, God you are just Something else. Yeah, you're the
1: worst, right? No.
0: Like, oh God, like, I gotta pick a power play somewhere, honey, because right. you got nothing. And he flat out was like, look me straight in the face. And he was like, he goes, what about men's lived experience? And I was like, God, damn, what? <laughs> All right. Like, Because I, that is what I actively promote is like, you have to trust people's lived experiences. You don't have to necessarily like change everything about your life because of their lived experience, but you have to trust their lived experience. And I was like, at the time that I was like judging him for saying like, you're full of shit. Mm -hmm. He was like, dude, I actually believe this. Because I've lived it. Yes. And I was like, you are right. And ouch. I
1: am wrong and i have
0: to own oh that. that one hurt and i was like Mm-mm. i still don't like him like <laughs> yes. i still look at him going mm, no mm-hmm. i don't want to meet you on the street like oh yeah. but yeah. if i met you on the street and you said that to me i would have to eat crow like yeah. i would have to say like yeah, yeah you're you're right shit all well, right it was
1: so funny because i started this conversation with my husband right like i, I go have you watched the The red pill, and he was like, "Oh, those guys are jerks." And I think he had the Reddit red pill. Yeah, yeah. I think he had defaulted to that. I go, no, no, no. It's the documentary that I watched on um, Amazon Prime Video, and he was like, "Oh, those guys are a bunch of whiners." And I went, "I thought thought so." so. And then I listened to what they were actually talking about, and I and I'm I feel that they are right. They made their case for me. They did, and I said, "We as women have done you a disservice." in, this, the feminist in this feminist movement. Yeah. And I said, I as a woman and a feminist just want to apologize to you. And he was just like, what is going on here? <laughs> He's like, yeah. have set up. Yeah, yeah, right. This is set up. And then he started thinking, he goes, I go, the, the court system alone where men, like I, there's mm. men out there that want nothing to do with sure. their children. Fair enough. Yeah. And I think they've, made that the general idea for all men that these men are not going to be responsible for their children yes and the men who are actually going to court to fight for their children love their children and want to spend time with them there's a bunch of men who do not and there's women who do not just to make that clear but these men are actually fighting for their children and to dismiss them based on their gender because we somehow think women are just Better parents is a load of shit, and and not feel for these men, and worse than dismiss them. The court
0: system actively campaigns against them. Yes. And I never noticed that because I'm the benefiting
1: party. Me too. And that's And, that, and that's the same underlying thing that goes into racism. Mm-hmm. White folks don't notice these things that are going on because they're benefiting yep. from it. And it never occurs so to people to, to look at So I don't have to pay attention it. to that. Yes. Because,
0: and like, okay, so I'm not, I haven't been through the family court system myself. So mm-hmm. like, I don't understand how that works. So it's not a lived experience of mine in any way. I wouldn't understand how... Men are looked at as as child caregivers mm-hmm. because it's not my experience, mm-hmm. but it doesn't like them saying that gets my shackles up a little bit. But they're right; they are right. It is awful to think that that the movement that says men and women should be equal
1: mm-hmm.
0: is only talking about the things that make women rise up to be equal to men and not the things that we can do as women with power mm-hmm. to rise men yeah, up, to up to where the, we, we are.
1: Yeah. And we that feminism has failed in that way, I think. Completely. And I, I felt yeah. this this haunted my soul for yeah. a month. This ha- I thought That's about it get me. every day for a month. It upset me. And then when I would hear the word feminism, I would cringe a little bit and I would think of that woman tearing this man who was oh like no. all he was saying is like i just want to hear a different opinion did yep. you see very I sweet just want, yep. very respectful not screaming yep. at anybody not calling anybody any names just like i just want to hear and then when the fire alarm shut it down the speaker who was a woman which i thought was super interesting mm-hmm. the speaker of this men's rights um seminar uh, a symposium was like okay so they pulled the fire line. what did what did they accomplish yeah and then there were a group of men in that protest who were like you guys are a bunch of whiners i'm like, can we not have... We don't really? know how to have a civil conversation. No. We don't know what we're t- they're talking about in there. We're making an assumption yes. on what they're talking about yes. in there. And the mere fact that these people came out and were not aggressive... Right. We're not screaming. We're willing to have a conversation says to me that what they were talking about might be something you might want to hear. Yeah. Now, if the KKK came out in hoods and torches and was screaming at sure. people, then we're yep. like, yeah, you need to yep. go. We need to shut this down. Because I have some evidence that says like, there's some bad yep. shit going yep. on in there, yep. but there, there was no evidence of that. This no. was, this was something that let's just have a conversation. it's it's my whole thing in yoga where I go, what if I do this pose? Mm -hmm. What if I go here? What do I feel? What happens to my body? Where do my thoughts go? It's the same thing for this for me. Like what if I go to this symposium sit here? What are my feelings? Where do my thoughts go? How do, how does my opinion change around this? But this thing killed, I talked about this, this documentary for like months. I'm like, everybody needs to watch this right now. Yeah. Everybody needs to watch this because we are doing men a disservice. Yes, And I looked at my husband in a whole new light after yeah. that because he does, he tries really hard
0: well like it makes me think the men who are feminists thank you yeah. because I hope that what you are doing is giving us our time in the hopes that you paying it forward will we'll make
1: us pay it forward right
0: we'll continue to have this symbiotic relationship so like I hope I hope that 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 you are doing your feminist work to say, hey, I like I believe that you are further back than I am. Yeah. Um so I'm gonna help you in my privilege and say, I'm gonna bring you up a little bit. And then once we get up a little bit, then I we'll- hope that we give those feminist men the respect that says, Oh, I see where you're back there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and now now I need to turn around and help you. Yeah, right. Because like through our activism and and your help in that. I've managed to get to here, yeah, and now I can see where you're back there, yeah. And I hated being back there, yeah. So and I understand. So now I need to help you, and so that's what that's what this documentary did for me was to say like, it did make me feel icky. It yeah. did make me feel like, oh. yeah, it made me feel angry. Still, yeah. I was still angry at yeah. some of the men. Like I was like, oh, good, like. <laughs>
1: that also made me angry is she went and she spoke to um feminist leaders at universities different yeah. universities i think perhaps at stanford i believe she went she went to a big university to mm-hmm. sit down with a women's studies professor who was so quick to dismiss the men's rights movement.
0: no that girl wasn't a university instructor she was in charge of a um what the heck was it, it was like a feminist movement or a feminist organization it wasn't she was getting funding
1: oh for okay. that okay. yeah And she just. She was super dismissive. She dismissed it. And I thought to myself, you're dismissing it because you haven't seen it.
0: Or you're dismissing it because it's your job. Yeah. That's. You're not.
1: You're, that's not a feminist. No. Exactly. And that's the first thing I thought. Yeah. When she started talking. Because she was like, she was, the minute she said, I'm here to talk to you about blah, you just saw her whole attitude. Yep. Like, you saw the whole energy change. You saw her whole attitude change. Yeah. And she was on the dismiss wagon. She yeah. didn't even hear yeah. what this woman had to say. She was just quick to dismiss it. She discuss got her it. elevator pitch and she right? was ready she to did. go for it. Was it was like this rope thing that she yes. probably says all the time. Without, I don't think she heard anything Cassie said. No. And that, that bothered me so much
0: because is that me right like is do I do that mm-hmm. I had to ask myself and I I have, I'm not far enough out of it yet to have done the work to like to know if I don't do I have to listen back to this podcast and be like oh Alicia oh, what I did you know. do like because I think I've I think I've done it I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that I have uh-huh. in my worst moments mm-hmm. I've probably been like Look you guys. Like yeah, right? I'm so glad that I have the capacity to to have watched this
1: mm-hmm. and go like Yikes. you got some work to do. I know. I'm tired of working, but it's, uh, it's, it's, yeah, I know. it's So this, the
0: one guy said, uh, right so outside this protest, the lady with the red hair who was yelling at him. Mm-hmm. And he said, I wrote it down. He says, are you conflating feminism? He asked this woman who was yelling at him talking about like all these feminist things. Are you conflating feminism and ideology with women a gender? And I was like, what does that even mean? Right. <laughs> Got mad. I wrote it down. <laughs> And then I was looking at it after and I was like, oh, like radical, I think that the radical feminist, so this lady who's yelling and whatever, she's saying that like women believe this and that's wrong. Women as a gender don't believe everything you believe. Right. So you are saying that like women as a gender need this.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Okay.
0: And yeah. and I thought that his point was well made. But <laughs> While like. she was yelling at him, he was still able to be like, are
1: wait a you minute. sure? Yeah, wait a minute. I want you to consider not, this. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and not you're wrong. Yeah. Not fuck you. Right. Not like you're an idiot and everything you say is wrong. Just like... Have you thought,
1: thought about, about this? this? And this is the thing. These men <sighs> were so thoughtful. I know. And so prepared and so articulate and didn't lose their... Like, didn't You're, result to this screaming right? that we were, We looked like idiots. They like, were, I was... I was like... I think there was
0: one guy that was condescending.
1: Well, yeah. But... And but maybe the rest rightfully them, so, because you're being screamed yes. at by somebody who's not listening yeah. to you. So I might be condescending, too. Yeah. Well, I
0: thought there was, like, there was the one lawyer that she interviewed that I thought was pretty condescending. And uh. I had a distaste for him the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> but the men that she interviewed mm. and the men that were, like, being screamed at, mm-hmm. none of them were condescending. No. They weren't – they also weren't saying all women. Mm, right? Right? They weren't saying – so this woman standing out here screaming at this guy saying, men do this. All men. Men do this. Uh, men want this. This benefits men. Mm. And his point was, like, so what you're doing benefits all women? Right, and she did not want to hear it <laughs>
1: because that <laughs> had to make her that stop. That hurts. Think, yeah, stop and think about what she's you're like, preaching. You're They're, like that sounds like the exact thing I'm protesting thing. against. God, oh, Alicia, this was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Yes, yes, and I'm, I, in a long time, like emotional labor-wise, in a long time. I mean, raising kids is the hardest thing I've ever had right. to do. But, um, but I'm just like this really rocked my soul. Yes
0: but it also like i'm i'm still in the like the grappling with it stage and i think i still kind of want to get a win out of this so i feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like i got to be honest i got to like i'm looking at this Glad going ooh how can i how yeah, can i, I make can... this sound better yeah. for myself so i feel like it it made me confront a thing about the feminism that i always felt like i was approaching from the right way right and i think That I could do more in the way that I speak and the things that I do to say uh, guys who are willing to show up Mm. for me, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what do you you need? Mm -hmm. What do you need? Mm -hmm. And if what you need is for women to not be at the table, I'm out then. Yeah, yeah. I can't help you. I can't help you. But if what you need is a more fair family court system, I can do that. I can
1: do that for you. I'm
0: totally into that. Yeah. Uh, If what you need is like more... Male shelters that one got me too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, so, there's in yes. the United States, there are 2,000 shelters that are uh, most of them are female only. I don't know the percentage that are female only. There is only one male only shelter in the entire like country,
1: Mm-mm.
0: only one male only shelter, and there are. There are no support setups, so she, and this one one really got me too was, like, male intimate partner violence and abuse. Where, what was it? Non-reciprocal partner violence, so where, like, they hit you and you don't hit them back, Mm -hmm. Uh, is 70% of the time perpetrated by women.
1: Because you think women know that he's not going to hit you back?
0: Yes, because we have all the rights.
1: Yeah. And he
0: has nowhere to go. That's right. So, like... We can say he hit me and, we have and get to... everything. Yeah. We can take all of his shit. We yeah. already know that. Yeah. And where is he going to go? Yeah. Physically where is he going to go? There's nowhere. Does he have a buddy's coach? Mm. Maybe he doesn't have a buddy because you've abused the shit out of him emotionally for years, that none of his friends want to be around him anymore or you've taken all of his friends away and you've pushed away his family and now he has nowhere to go. Mm. Because you have emotionally like taken over that entire situation because you hold the family and the power. power. And you have pushed everybody away from him and now he doesn't even have a shelter to go to. But so you've been doing this for years. And he, all he does one time is shove you back by the shoulders. Yeah. And you've got every, every place to go, go. and, and you take everything. All his shit, yeah. And, and you, you take all of his money, and he has nowhere to go, and he's homeless. Mm-hmm. That, that hurts. Sucks so bad to yeah. realize that, like, that I have said nothing about that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That I have never I even considered that was, even consider that was a thing.
1: Consider that was a thing.
0: And even though I know that is a thing, like I've I I know people that are in that situation, and I still was like I still didn't think of that as a feminist issue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I still didn't say that's that's an issue of equality. That's wrong. That I am benefiting from. Yeah. So I'm espousing all the this stuff about, ugh, oh, this hurts doing this right now even. <laughs> I know. So like I'm espousing all the this stuff about like men sitting on boards. If you're sitting on this board and you can see an opportunity for a woman, you need to like leave room for this woman or you need to make room or like here are the ways that men can help uh, women, men in positions of power. Then I had to sit here and say, I'm in a position of power mm. and I'm not helping. hmm and I have done nothing. No, I didn't really know globally that this was kind of an issue. I just know about, like, the couple people that I know of, and I felt kind of helpless in that way. Oh, I felt kind of helpless in that way, even though I have power. Mm, that sucks. It like, does suck. Because then, now I'm paralyzed. Now I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I've been asking men to do all of this work with all of this power, and they're looking at me going, I don't think I have the power you think I do. That's the thing. That was the other thing. Yes. That was the other
1: thing. When he was like men uh men oppress women. Like yes. when he was like when he kept saying that this narrative that men, men oppress women, women. women and I was just like do they? Yes. Do they oppress us? Or are they kind of living in a system that's set up and not paying any kind of attention because they're was- not even that just like they they must feel
0: like so, men in C-level positions, like, I guess I'm imagining them walking to work, like, with this fucking swagger and all of this sitting down, writing out shit, telling people what to do. And, like, going home and feeling pretty good about themselves. Mm-hmm. That's how I picture it, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. And what, what actually, they are saying, yeah, what they're
1: actually saying is, is they go
0: into work terrified they're going to lose their job.
1: Because they have this family yes. to
0: support. Terrified that some woman's <laughs> going to accuse them of sexual harassment. Yes. <laughs> Terrified that when they come home, their wife's going to have taken all their
1: shit and moved out while they were gone.
0: You're right. Terrified that, like, they're going to make a mistake at work and lose their job, so then lose the ability to take care of their kids. And since they are, like, seen as the success, uh, like, portion of the family, that they're going to let their family down. Mm-hmm. And they're never going to find another job. Imagine the, the feeling of that. Stress of
1: carrying The emotional work of carrying all of that. That's...
0: Like that is a thing that like I know happens and and I still like Meh, get over it <laughs>
1: right I know That's- that yeah. that makes me feel awful you can't talk back to your boss who's treating you yes. like garbage because you might lose your job yep. and that affects all these people yep
0: and also if you speak up yeah. if you are a whistleblower and you lose your job yeah. then you are lambasted in yeah. the community and what your worth is as a guy is to have this C-level job and to be so successful and to like do all of this stuff and then you go and jeopardize that so then even like socially you are the guy who can keep his mouth shut
1: right like I just none it's a of this. Lose- lose. It is a lose lose. None of this occurred to me. The other thing that got right under my skin mm. is women who trick men into fatherhood. Oh, that's some bullshit. That is some bullshit. That made me so angry. Or
0: that guy. There was a guy who. Um. The woman flat out said, "I, I just wrote his name down on the birth certificate so that I could get welfare." She's on camera saying this. I only wrote his name down to he. We never even slept together. <gasps> I wrote his name down to get, so that I could get welfare because I needed a dad on the birth certificate to get welfare. And, and now
1: he's on the hook.
0: And it's not her going after him. It's the state like, going after him, him to say, you're 30000 behind in child support payments. And he's like, dude, this not is, my kid. Right? So they said, get a paternity test. And he did. And it came back 0% your kid. And they still were like, nah, you got to pay.
1: <gasps> I know. What? what? <laughs> that is
0: re- goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> right? Where do you even, and he's like, I'm going to be homeless. Yeah. And she and I both agree that's not my kid. And the DNA, and, the oh. science
1: says it's not my kid. I don't care if she said it or not. But science it's, says it's not my like kid. Like you have
0: like, the, he has this piece of paper. It literally says like 0.00%. I'm like, shouldn't that be shutting the whole thing down? That's like, right. It's so never- I'm like watching this and I see this piece of paper. I'm like, oh, and then he was able to say, oh no. no. Right. Oh, I don't care. even with that piece of paper as court evidence, you're like, nah, you still got to
1: pay. That's That's ridiculous. That's wrong. That is a
0: women-dominated system. Yeah. And that's gross. And that's wrong. That's very
1: wrong. Yeah. And,
0: like, I don't really know at this point how to change that. Yeah. Because the law seems so untouchable. But, like, I I could probably be more vocal about how wrong that is. Mm -hmm. I could probably be more vocal about, like, (laughs) if I ever get a divorce I'll be like no this guy's like 50 like he needs to see his kids as much as I see my kids and he needs to like and every person that gets divorced around me needs to be like I need to be like hey uh don't take more money than you need than you need from him uh spousal support should not be a thing and I don't think it
1: should be a thing unless you're unless
0: you unless you decided to stay home with your kids yeah that's different yeah if you have a job uh pull your weight yeah i think like
1: or child support should
0: child support the child support payment that you make should cover the the needs of your children yes absolutely yeah and if she has a much lower earning job yes then you need to pay higher in child support so that you can support your collective children yeah but i have a pretty big issue with like We've decided to end this marriage, and I still wanted the benefits of being in it financially. Yeah, and no. you
1: can't have that. You can't have that. I just want to sit. Up. I just want to continue to stay at home and raise my kids. Or even the then, dynamic even has I, changed, though. Even
0: if I like, even if I have a job, I still want the the status to which I am accustomed to live now because we've lived in this family together and in this house and in this like community and I have this like established life and I still want to continue to live it but not be married to you that's not realistic right exactly if you're getting out of the marriage because of reasons that you can't be in that marriage then you have to give up everything that mm-hmm. comes with it mm-hmm. all the good and all the bad yeah so you have had to make a decision at that point that says like oh he makes so much money yeah, but he treats me like shit, or I'm not happy, right. or like we just don't get along. Yeah, so I should leave this relationship, even though he's rich, and I wouldn't have any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm not rich, so I'm gonna have to like lower my standards. Or if you're not gonna do that, then like your children's standards shouldn't be lowered.
1: No, no. Your children should be, continue
0: to continue to have the life that they had. It is not like. They should not have to adjust. Yes. Yeah. You should have to, to adjust. adjust. Agreed. So, spousal support is a problem. Yeah. Child support. is not. Not a problem. Yeah. But, child support should only be paid it's- to the level that, not to like, you have, like, what do we do in, in Canada? We have this like, child support lookup thing where you're like, you make this much money and you have this many kids, this is how much you pay. What? That's ridiculous.
1: I was not aware of that.
0: Yeah. That's just like, and you would have to go to a, like a, a judge. And fight, like if, if I didn't want that much money, if I didn't need that much money, I have to go to a judge and fight for that judge to put it down. Oh, wow. Wow. So that's, a, that benefits women. Of course it does. Time. Because most of the time the men is the, the, the man is the
1: breadwinner. Yes. And, and he's so, making so much more because yes. we make 60, 60 cents on the dollar. Right.
0: So that's, okay, sure. You want to say that that's the patriarchy? Go right ahead. Yeah. But, uh, the reality is that he's getting screwed. <laughs> So you can call it patriarchy and you can like say that, all oh, the reason that I'm whatever, that's fine. But in the end, he still has to
1: pay you an obscene amount of money and that's wrong. Yeah. So
0: you can't then benefit from your own patriarchy,
1: women. Women. So you're living in a fabulous house with a pool and all that stuff. He's yeah. living in a... He's
0: got a one-bedroom apartment. With like, plastic furniture. Yeah, and he can't that's, see his kids. Right, that's not he's right. He's paying for them, but he can't, can't see, see them. them. That's, that's not not ridiculous. Right. That's not right. But like, so that is a completely like... All parts of that system benefit women. And in which case, those kids grow up in that system thinking... That's the way it should be. Or thinking that their their dad doesn't care. Mm, that too. So then they get to tell that story that their dad doesn't care. And then there's probably a smattering of other kids in their class whose dads, quote unquote, don't care. So then that gets told about men. Men
1: don't care about their kids. Right? And that's a narrative that we've been hearing yes. forever. It's also a narrative that we hear... Per- Particularly in uh, for black fathers, mm, absolutely, that's, that's a lie that's been uh, perpetrated over yeah. and over again that they are absentee fathers, mm-hmm. where actually they show up more often than any White other dead. cultures, yeah. but nobody talks about that. And that was the uh, <laughs> they they were
0: saying she was saying in this um documentary about uh, prison time, oh. and talking about how. The same crime, if a woman commits a crime and the male commits the same exact crime, mm-hmm. he gets, what is it, 60% more jail time mm,
1: than she gets. Right.
0: So the the major narrative in the news is about a white man versus a black man. So yes, black yeah. man gets two times more jail time than a white man for the exact I same crime. Them. So yeah. they double it, yeah. which is horrific. Yes. And then she's like, but wait a minute. Yeah. You think that's bad? Yeah. Woman of any race. Yeah. Against a black man, mm. they're getting like seventy percent more jail, jail time. time, and then we get to tell a story later about how black men are not around their kids, totally, right, mm-hmm. isn't, that isn't that convenient? we wrote that right in we did, yep, yeah. so, we cause the reason because their jail times are so much more, more strict, yes, so we keep them from their kids, and then uh we blame them, we for blame that. them, yeah, we
1: blame for being them. around,
0: yeah. They're like, I can't be there. I'm in here. (laughs) So you pot smoking moms over there making money off your marijuana business are over there like just like you guys get your own marijuana moms, like super fun, like exciting thing. And I'm in here for carrying around pot that I was smoking Mm. myself. Yeah. And then you get to talk about how like you're better moms for smoking pot. I saw that article. (laughs) And I have to sit in here and listen to how I'm not around for my kids. Yes. Yes. And it's then I'm a bad bullshit. person.
1: It is. And I'm interested to see what happens when marijuana when marijuana or cannabis becomes, becomes yeah, legalized legal here. here in Canada. Which is supposed uh, to happen like September ish of this year. Uh, so yeah, alert alert. Alert alert when they uh, all those people sitting in jail for marijuana minor, yeah, Minor, yeah. yeah. Mar- minor stupid stuff. Yep. you're gonna have to let all those people out. Well, you would think. Right. That
0: is the egalitarian thing to do. Right. That makes that us will, an equal
1: society. That won't it happen. It won't happen. That won't happen. I don't And mind. if it
0: does happen, it will, they'll let out the white kids. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of
1: course. <laughs> I know. Was this is not the hardest exercise in self-study Ooh. you've had to do in a while?
0: I'm still actively doing it. And it really, like, it... It
1: hurts Hurts. because I feel um, bad Mm -hmm. and I feel stuck. Mm, Me too. That was the biggest thing. I felt disempowered in that moment. I felt like, what can I do?
0: And so it made me think like, we've been asking... We've been basically standing in front of men forever going, what are you going to do with all this power? Mm -hmm. And they've been saying, what power? And we've been saying, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. This is our whole movement is saying that you have power and here are all the ways you have power. And they're like, we don't feel that. And we're like, bullshit. Right. And we get nowhere. (laughs) Right. So now I have, I've had to recognize today Today. that I have power in a place that I don't feel like I do. And... And I don't know what to do with that power. So now I have to confront the entire reason that I think the feminist movement is so big right now, which is like, guys aren't doing enough. Mm. Now I don't think that's true. I
1: know. Let me tell you, this was, all, this was horrible. It this makes was, you want to cry. Me too. This was my whole January going, Ugh. I suck. I know. I thought I was a good person doing some good stuff, but... Clearly I I thought
0: so, we don't have an uplifting message today guys. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry.
0: We don't have like it's not like we can wrap it up and be like this is how you fix this. Yeah. We literally have no idea.
1: But I would love to hear your thoughts. So yeah. can you do us a favor? Can you actually go and find this video and watch Please it. Please watch it. And, and let us know and and tell your friends because I need, I think we all need to address this. Yeah. Like the two of us, you know, it, it comes back to, it. it's, not us. it's not about, it's not about me. It's not about me. It's about right. us. So we all have to, we have to watch this and we have to understand um, that a lot of the things we believe are unfortunately based in fairy tales and misinformation. And we need to clarify and know the truth. Satya, which is what we talk about, our Satya, which is what we talk about in yoga, the truth. And we have mm. to uncover the truth so that we can make better decisions and we can uplift all of us. Because, yeah. as I feel in this moment, right after watching, you know, or how I felt right after watching um, the red pill, is that we are doing a huge disservice to yeah. men and feminism isn't all that it's so cracked sometimes up to be.
0: Uncovering the truth is incredibly uncomfortable oh, and gross. And you have to, like, recognizing that you have to sit. Un, without the knowledge for a little while.
1: Yes. That's okay as
0: long as you do something
1: about it eventually. Yeah.
0: I don't really know what that is right uh, now.
1: We, don't, we are totally at a loss. So we're looking for some <laughs> guidance here from yeah. anybody out there yeah. in the universe that can lead us down a path. Or if there's, you know, I'd be curious to talk to anybody yeah. who has some feelings or around yes, this. Or like
0: if you know of a place, especially from, in- if you're local, like local to Windsor or Essex yes, County, Kelly. and you have like – Uh, like a speaking uh, or like a a workshop series or a speaker series or something of like that you think highlights men's issues in this way, uh, I would love to know about that because I want to go.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, If you have like, uh, if there's a board somewhere that talks about this and you could like raise awareness of that, I would be more than happy to do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. Like that's the best I can do. Yeah, but it's something. It's something. We're not doing nothing. I know.
0: I'm sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. We're working on it though.
1: The first step is awareness. Yes. And that's where we are. So we're working through this. Uh, Mm -hmm. Our first step or our first action step for you is to watch the movie. Yes. And let's create a dialogue and a conversation because after all, it's not about me.
0: It's about us. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for sitting through that with us, guys. Appreciate it. So um, we want you to um, talk to us about this. We want you to uh, rate our podcast. Yes, even after this one. Even if you feel bad about it,
1: (laughs) go and rate
0: our podcast. Please rate it. Leave a review. Uh, Spread it around to your friends, even if you're like... Listen Eggs. to these bitches. Right. Like, I don't care. <laughs> uh, ask them to, ask yeah. them to listen. Ask them to listen. I just had my bell uh, rung emotionally. So uh, you can ring somebody else's emotional bell today. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Um, and you can absolutely talk to us on social media. You can email us. We'll be around. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.